Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This is the Jerry Callahan Show. I did the math. Joe Biden has been president of the United States for approximately 850 days. And I'm just going to go out and declare yesterday, June 28th, 2023, as the worst day of the Biden administration. That's saying something when you consider what is what a disaster the last two and a half years have been. But where do we begin? Man, do we have a lot to get to today. We have Joe Biden gaffes. We have Joe Biden snapping at a reporter for asking a perfectly reasonable question. We have Joe Biden with bizarre creases in his face. Uh, Ironhead, has, Ironhead has a theory on that one. I'm not sure I'm buying it, uh, but they, uh, they're they claiming it's some uh, sleep apnea. Uh, but they've never said he had that before. This is new. His face looks all kind of misshapen. Uh, should be okay to run for uh, re-election. Should be okay for the next uh, four and a, uh, five and a half years. No problem there. And we have the greatest, most credible whistleblower I have ever seen. This is going to be tough. I say this every day. I'll say it again. The mainstream media has their work cut out for him. Uh, how do you protect the man and his corrupt family now? I, 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 we have, we have all kinds of cuts from this whistleblower. He sat down with Brett Baer last night on Fox news and he just laid it all out. And I assume the response for the rest of the media is to ignore him, pretend he doesn't exist. The Biden, uh, the Biden crime syndicate will now go to work to destroy the man's life. Uh, good luck with that. He seems like just, uh, uh, a, a, a upstanding guy, an honest guy, a straight shooter who did not like the fact that his his outfit, his organization, his employer, the IRS, had been used to protect Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, and interfere with the 2020 election. Uh, all the people in the media who like to scream about uh, election interference and, you know, threats to our democracy – they today will be exposed as total frauds. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll revisit some of them uh, uh, as they try to protect Joe Biden and, and say that they, they got nothing on him. Nothing I have never seen. I think I, I pay fairly close attention to this kind of stuff. I've never seen anyone lay out abject corruption like Gary Shapley, the uh, IRS agent supervisor who is still employed at the IRS. I assume, as I tweeted, that he'll be transferred to East Palestine, Ohio, unless they have offices overseas. Maybe they'll send him to Mogadishu or Fallujah, but they will attempt to ruin this man's life. And uh, it wasn't just yesterday that was tough on the Biden family. Today, just now, Hunter Biden walked into court in Delaware to face a uh, defamation lawsuit from the uh, owner of the um, laptop repair shop, John uh, Mac Isaac, 
who uh, the weird, the guy with the weird hat, that guy is suing Hunter Biden for defamation. Hunter's counter suing. But today, under oath, Hunter Biden is expected to admit the laptop belongs to him. So if you keep in track, that is four years after the FBI took uh, possession of the laptop. Um, John Mac Isaac told them he, that he had this laptop. They came and confiscated it in an attempt to protect Hunter Biden. Then they went into the whole misinformation campaign, telling everyone it's Russian disinformation. That was the FBI, who was at the time working for Donald Trump at the at the same time they were working to uh, to dis, to defeat Donald Trump. They were essentially uh, all all um, attempting to get Joe Biden elected, and they did. They succeeded. It, it is the definition of election interference. I don't see any other way you could explain it, but it worked. They did it. They got Joe Biden elected. They defeated Donald Trump. They stopped all this corruption from seeing the light of day. Uh, the dam is breaking now. The walls are closing in. I know it feels like a, a daily occurrence, but uh, it is getting it is getting really dicey for Joe Biden and uh, and his whole his whole corrupt family. Um, um, the, the other whistleblower is anonymous. That's the gay Democrat. But this guy, Shapley, just had all the answers. He was asked about uh, the meeting where he um, was told that uh, David Weiss, the U.S. attorney, uh, didn't have the power, was stopped, was obstructed from uh, pursuing charges in Los Angeles and in D.C. against Hunter Biden. The uh, Merrick Garland's DOJ, who was there just to protect Joe Biden, told him, no, there will be no uh there will be no criminal charges filed in L.A. or D.C. And Shapley says not only was he in the room, but he documented it. He has an email. He memorialized it and they pop it up on the screen. And there it is. He also pointed out he has six witnesses who can back him up. Again, I ask uh, um, uh, Robert on the comment line mentions Tony Bobolinsky. That is true. Bobolinsky is a very credible a whistleblower, a guy who's been totally ignored by the mainstream media. Here's how you know just how corrupt these people are, just how uh, vile and dishonest they are. This story has everything. As Byron Donald said at a press conference, he said, we are handing you Pulitzer material. I mean, that doesn't mean much. The Pulitzer is a bigger joke than these people, than, than the mainstream media themselves. Um, they got Pulitzers for the Russia hoax for writing a story about a hoax. They gave themselves Pulitzers, so they don't really care about real journalism, real stories uh, about, about legit um, uh, uh, corruption in, uh, in the highest, at the highest levels of the federal government. If we had real journalists, they would be, they would just be salivating at the, at the prospect of busting this thing wide open and uh, eventually leading to an impeachment or a resignation of our thoroughly corrupt commander in chief. Tough day for Joe Biden, starting, by the way, with his, uh, uh, I think, his attempt to uh, campaign, I guess he's campaigning now. He's out there talking about Bidenomics. But here's the problem. All he does is lie. I mean, he just goes out there and again says, I lowered the deficit by 1.6 trillion, 1.7 billion, trillion, zillion. 
And nobody believes it. I mean, nobody takes it seriously. He gets community noted immediately. <laughs> Everybody just kind of laughs. Everybody knows the economy is not good. He's gaslighting, and so are his surrogates in the media saying, oh, yeah, he created a zillion jobs. No, he didn't. He, they took the jobs away during COVID, and then they gave them back. That's not has nothing to do with his economic policies. And then he embraces Bidenomics, which good luck with that, Joe, because Bidenomics right now is defined as uh, as um, selling your country, selling out your country, using your 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 drug-addled son to make millions for your family. And the latest, by the way, James Comer is estimating. Uh, he went on a show yesterday and estimated that the Biden family brought in $40 million, $40 million, dispersed it. I mean, it doesn't all go to the big guy, dispersed it among the kids and grandkids and and Hunter and Hunter's exes and, and all the grandkids except for the one in Arkansas that they pretend doesn't exist. So this this thing is unfolding fast. And it feels like the uh, mainstream media, you know, Andrea Mitchell and Joe Scarborough, they're going to have to take 4th of July. They're going to have to work 4th of July weekend to keep this from exploding and exposing and bringing down their guy. We'll get to all. We have cuts from Shapley. One is more devastating than next. We have Joe Biden on the campaign trail. We have Hunter in court today. And I'm not sure there is videotape, but I'm not sure we get to see all his testimony, but what, wow, that will be big today. If we get to see Hunter look into the camera and say, yeah, I guess that was my laptop. Don't forget when he was asked about this by, I forget some journalist. He, he asked, he went on with Jimmy Kimmel. He only, he goes on only the, the hardest hitting journalist, but said it could be his laptop. It could be a Russian plant. I don't know. I was on drugs. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's, uh, Let's talk about your, uh, you know, your mother dying when you were a little kid and how tough that was. That's generally the kind of questions he got. But today, I have a feeling he's going to have to admit <laughs> that he knew all along. Everybody knows. Everybody knew. Has there ever been a more ridiculous lie than we're not sure? We couldn't authenticate it. That's what Leslie Stahl told Trump when she sat down with him, said we're, we were unable to authenticate it. And Trump's looking at her going, well, that's your job. <laughs> authenticate it. You're 60 minutes. But they didn't want to and they still don't want to. Oh, man. Uh, we'll get to all that. We'll get, we also have uh, real heroism. In fact, I'm going to say Gary Shapley's an American hero. It takes real courage for what, to do what he does. But we have another guy. We don't have his name. We have the cop in Allen, Texas, who took out the mass shooter in the mall. We got the body cam footage, and it is amazing. This guy is someone we should know. He's, we should have, not only should we have his name, we should know his whole story. He should be at the White House getting, getting medals clipped around his neck. He should be honored by everybody as, uh, as, as an American hero. Just like the two guys in Nashville who took out the trans shooter, uh, they should all be at the White House. These are real heroes. Instead, they'll probably honor, you know, Dylan Mulvaney they, or give Megan Rapinoe another medal instead of this guy. We'll, we'll get to that and uh, much more. And, you know, what we're going to do today before, we, uh, before we're done here, Einhard, we're going to go to church. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go check in on a uh, Lutheran church and see how things are going. See if the woke mind virus has affected 
the clergy in this country. It is just an amazing video. We'll, we'll show you that and lots more, but let's start. Let's start with our absolute, our absolute um, incompetent uh, uh, commander in chief. Yes. We know he's senile. We know he's dishonest. We know he's corrupt, but it is just getting worse by the day. Uh, I mean, there we could sit here, we could do an hour of just his gaffes in one day, just his stumbling and bumbling and obvious cognitive decline. It is this big, big thing, this elephant in the room everywhere he goes. Everyone looks at him and says, it is not possible for this man, this old man in the throes of dementia to run, for, to get served for serve another four years. He can't run. This is ostensibly a campaign event he's attending, and it is just uncomfortable. Let's start with him, because this was early on. The media finally got a shot at him, got a chance to ask about uh, him um, with his son. As we all know, he was in Wilmington, Delaware, with his son in the room when his son threatened a Chinese uh, businessman, a a, a business associate affiliated with the Communist Party, and threatening... Uh, that the guy had better make a payment or, you know, he's sitting with his father and they're going to get him. It was right out of, uh, you know, a mob movie threatening them if we don't get our money. And nine days later, they got $5.1 million. So it worked. And then they shared it among the, all the, all the Biden clan, all the whole worthless bunch of them. But finally someone got to ask him about it. And here's what he hates. He hates being asked <laughs> good questions, real questions. He's not used to it. I say this all the time, but when you've been a Democrat in politics for 50 years, when you walk past the media, when you stand in front of them, when you sit down for an interview, oh, by the way, he's going to sit down for a live Q&A with Nicole Wallace. I think today or tomorrow. I mean, just... Bring, uh, bring loafers, Joe, because you're going to slide those shoes off and she is going to give you the greatest foot massage you ever have. That takes real guts to sit down with Nicole Wallace, perhaps the biggest lick spittle in the whole bunch. But somebody, some journalist spent, had a brief moment of, of professionalism here and asked a real question, asked him about, uh, about being in the room with, Joe, with Hunter Biden while they were threatening the Chinese guy to send his family money for influence, because as we know, no one's better than the Bidens at doing what the chairman wants. <laughs> Talk about an incriminating statement. We, we heard that. We read that in the WhatsApp uh, message to the Chinese guy, Henry Zhao. This is Joe Biden being asked about it and uh, getting a little snippy. That's what happens, by the way. That's another symptom of de- dementia. You get a little sappy, a little snippy. Go ahead, play it. President Biden, how involved were you in your son's Chinese shakedown text message? Were you sitting there? Were you involved? Were you involved? Were you? No. Were you sitting there? No. You know what? No one believes that. He was in Wilmington, Delaware. He was at the house. They can uh, subpoena their phones and prove it. But do you really have to? We know he was at the house. We know Hunter was at the house. Does it even matter if he was sitting there? He was in the house. He knows what Hunter was doing. They're in business together, despite what they say. But that is, I think, uh, what he's in for. 
for the coming days. I know most, no, 98% of the media will be there to help him, but there will be some rogue reporters attempting to do journalism, and there's lots of good questions they have for him, such as, do you think um, Putin is winning the war in Iraq? And Joe, Joe was definitive about this. Nope, nope, nope. He is losing the war in Iraq. Go ahead, play it. It's hard to tell, but he's clearly losing the war in Iraq. He's losing the war at home. And he is uh, coming to the fly around the world. Uh, and it's not just NATO. It's not just the European Union. Japan, it's, it's you know, it's 49. That guy, that guy's in charge. If we go to, into World War Three, he is in charge. Vladimir Putin is losing the war in Iraq. Here's, here's, here's one of the great examples of just how corrupt our media is. USA Today. Now, Grant, nobody reads it. Nobody has ever in the history of USA Today. No one's actually bought a copy. It's free in hotels and sometimes in airports. But USA Today writes a story about this, about this comment. They change it. <laughs> they change from saying He's losing the war in Iraq to losing the war at home. They take the word Iraq, even the White House transcript. It has Iraq with a line through it. And then it says Ukraine. And I guess they admit that he misspoke, but they, they don't need, they don't have to do that. The media does it for him. USA Today changes the word to make him look more lucid. And the rest of the media, for the most part, just ignores it. They, they, they'll quote him, but they'll leave that line out. But there's your guy. Your commander-in-chief thinks Putin is losing in Iraq. No, Joe, that's us. That's the vote, the, the war you voted for, the war you supported. We lost in Iraq. Putin, Putin hasn't lost in Iraq, and I don't think he's losing in Ukraine. But uh, you, you run with that. Uh, tough day. And there, can we see the uh, crease in his face in this picture? People were uh, wondering what the hell happened to him. Obviously, he's had a lot of cosmetic surgery and facelifts and hair plugs and eye lifts and all the rest. But he has a big crease going across his face. And people uh, were curious, what is that? Is that a symptom, a condition of something? The White House says no. It's from a CPAC. Is that what they call a CPAC machine for his sleep apnea? There it is. I didn't know. Like skinny guys got sleep apnea. I thought you had to be a little husky like you are to get sleep apnea. But maybe when you're old, these things catch up to you. And he has one of those sleep machines, uh, those masks that he had to put on. I think it was a ball gag. His whole team, his whole team of makeup artists and hairstylists, they must have worked hard to get that crease out of there, but they failed. And uh, that's a condition, by the way, that the White House has never admitted he has. In his physical in 2021 and 2023, there's no mention of sleep apnea, which is not good. You know, Joe. So Joe Biden can't sleep now. This, the, the, the <laughs> mean, it's going to get worse. Uh, He's but got the CPAP machine, so he can sleep now. Yeah. Do you think it's working? No, he's just gone. What what was your theory on the on the crease in the face? Oh, I just had it on the screen. It was the uh, the uh, ball gag here. <laughs> <laughs> Ironhead thought it was a ball gag. Oh, there's the ball gag. I didn't even see that. I thought that was a sleep apnea machine. Yes, he thinks it's a crease from a ball gag. I don't know, man. He's. <laughs> I think he might be too old for that kind of uh, that kind of fun. <laughs> I don't. I think that. I think that's what Jill puts on him when he gets home. 
no, Jill's got a, Jill's got her hands full. Can you imagine dealing with him behind the scenes when he's getting ready, when they bring in the mortician to make his face up and he's trying to figure out what he's going to say when they ask the tough questions. Imagine the panic, the fear they have that he is just going to step in it again, fall down again. They must be just saying, how can we do this? How can we hold him up, make him appear almost lifelike for the next year and a half? Look at his face here. That does not look like the guy that got elected. No, his face is totally changed, but that's because of, you know, cosmetic surgery and all kinds of makeup. And I mean, that guy, what is he going to look like a year from now? I don't know. A year from now, it's the middle of the primaries or late in the primaries. That's going to be before the convention when he has to deliver a keynote speech to the country and attempt to win re-election. It is frightening. We are almost to the point where everyone's going to admit, even the biggest hardcore supporter, even Chuck Todd and Jake Tapper, and they're all going to have to, even politicians, even, you know, Schumer and is, you know, Liz Warren, they're going to have to admit it's over. Uh, Gavin Newsom time, Michelle Obama time. Nobody is going to be able to look at that and say, sure, four more years, no problem. It can't happen. And I assume he's going to try to try to bring in as much money as possible for the next year and a half to make sure everybody in his family lives lavishly ever after. But uh, he can't function as commander in chief. Just the idea, just the notion that he could perform the day-to-day duties. Forget World War Three or real uh, crises. I mean, a real cri- China's building or has already built a spy facility in Cuba. You think he could handle, a, you know, a Cuban missile crisis right now? I mean, he can't handle just functioning, day-to-day function. But uh, he shouldn't have to for long. Clearly, he's committed high crimes and misdemeanors. Clearly, we are just beginning. As I said, James Comer said, not only did he say there's $40 million, uh, but he said there's between 30 and 40 banks involved. They've got the cooperation of like a couple so far to learn about all these wire transfers to his family and all these shell companies. He said there are 30 to 40 banks involved. Um, it is just uh, exploding, unraveling for the Biden family. And it's great to see uh, tough, tough day yesterday. But uh, we got to get to the whistleblower because this guy, I want to hear, I want to hear somebody try to discredit him. How will that work? What we, will you say? We, we did I'm miss sure one that, Biden gaffe real quick if you want to play it before we move on. Sure. Anybody, you know, I love all the Biden gaffes. Oh, the, oh this one. You got to explain this to me. I don't even know what this means, but he's talking about Bidenomics. You know how great the economy. I asked this question on Twitter and I got a few answers, but I was young. I don't really remember Jimmy Carter. Uh, you know, what he was saying day to day, what he was saying in his speeches. Did he lie about the economy like this guy does? Was he at the point where, you know, things were bad, inflation? You know, and did he just go out there and lie? Because that's all he does, goes out there and lies, says the economy's great. We're rebuilding the economy, job, we're creating jobs. He doesn't mention that wages are down, prices are way up. He just lies. He said, that's the strategy. Let's just go out there and tell people things are great. Uh, don't believe your lying eyes. Don't believe those prices when you go in the grocery store or when you pay your bills. Just listen to me. Things are great. But here's, you know, let's give them a chance to explain how well things are going with the economy. Go ahead. But under the trickle-down economic theory, three-quarters of U.S. industries grew more 
consecrated. I mean, excuse me, consecrated. <laughs> Goobor. I'm thinking I didn't go to mass. No. They were moving to diminished competition. <laughs> <laughs> Consecrated businesses are more consecrated, and he didn't go to mass. I just like that's him attempting um, to sell his economic package uh, as he head, as we head into full uh, campaign mode. Good luck, God! It must be just impossible mm-hmm. being one of his visiting angels right now. All right, we got to get to the whistleblower. I want to hear. I don't think we'll have anyone on our comment line. I want to hear somebody try to discredit this guy. Try someone to try and. Give me a way you would defend Joe Biden and Hunter Biden against these guys, against this guy's um, accusations, allegations. I mean, you are not going to find and more. I'm sure right now they're digging. I'm sure Atlantic magazine and, you know, uh, CNN, they're digging MSNBC, trying to find something in Gary Shapley's life to discredit him. They'll probably come up with something that he got a parking ticket or whatever drunk driving as a kid or teenager. But right now, man, this guy is strong. He is just, he is really credible, really believable. And everything he says uh, just paints a picture of abject corruption in the federal government, in the IRS, in the FBI. It is devastating. This testimony, or it's not testimony, he's already testified, he'll testify again. But this interview much like the CBS one, is devastating. And the only answer they have is maybe, maybe we can just ignore him and he'll go away. I don't think so. He seems very confident. They messed with the wrong IRS agent. Uh, and uh, he is, uh, he's just not willing to play along. He's just not willing. He's like, you know, Frank Serpico. He's just not willing to jump on board with this uh, scam, with this whole charade as they protect Hunter. And, you know, we'll check in with the media again, see how they're holding up. But uh, first. Excuse me. Imagine this. It's the dead of night. You're lying in bed. Suddenly you hear something go bump. What's your next move? Well, you reach for the ultimate solution, the new MC-14T tip-up pistol from EAA Corp and Gerson. This game-changing firearm is perfect with those with limited hand strength, disabilities, or anyone seeking a comfortable and user-friendly alternative. Picture this. The MC-14T features an ingenious tip-up barrel design, making loading and unloading a breeze. Say goodbye to struggles while racking a slide. Just load the tip-up barrel, lock it back down, and you are ready to fire. The MC-14T is chambered in 380 ACP, boasting a 13-plus-1 round capacity. With its reliable stopping power and compact size, it's an excellent choice for personal defense, complete with accessory rail and ambidextrous safeties. Experience a new level of convenience available with all EAA Corp distributors, starting at an incredibly affordable MSRP of just $498. Don't miss out on this game-changing firearm. Visit eaacorp.com today. That's eaacorp.com. I, I don't even know where to begin with Gary Shapley. It, it, I mean, from beginning to end, every answer, every story is just devastating. He talks about how they had search warrants ready to go, and they were denied at, at Joe Biden's guest house where Hunter lived, and then they were ready to go into a storage unit in Northern Virginia, which had lots of evidence, and they were delayed. And then the U.S. attorney tipped off 
the the uh, Biden team said we were coming. These these are it's the same federal government that raided uh, uh, Mar-a-Lago to get Trump's you know classified documents. Well, they had evidence in a criminal probe, and the U.S. How was the U.S. attorney that Leslie Wolf? How is she still employed today? How are you not fired the instant this thing is revealed, exposed, that you tipped off the defense, said they're coming, they're going to search the place, get, get up, being right there, end it right there. <laughs> that, that as a U.S. attorney, assistant U.S. attorney must be fired, and everybody who uh, cooperated with her must be fired. Um, the, the, the deal that Hunter made for the two misdemeanors must be thrown out. There is no way that he can get that deal now, now that we know the fix was in. But let's listen to Gary Shapley explain with Brett, uh, Brett Bear. Go ahead. The, uh, let's play the first cut. Go ahead. The uh, storage unit one? Yes. So you were clearly prevented. You felt it. You documented it. You knew it. Yeah, that's correct. And, and throughout the investigation, I was documenting uh, various issues as they arose and to include the search warrants that weren't allowed to be done. What happened with that? Between April and June of 2020, we, uh, we drafted an affidavit to execute search warrant in a couple of different locations. And the prosecutors at the time stated that probable cause had been achieved. But as we, we moved closer to the election, um, it just seemed like they kept putting it on the back burner and they eventually didn't allow us to do that search warrant, even though the legal requirements to execute that search warrant were met. Transitioning into another uh, search warrant was on a storage unit in Northern Virginia. And during the day of action on December 8th of uh, 2020, we got updated information that said that records were in that location that were, uh, you know, that would be evidence in this uh, particular investigation. And the prosecutors initially were supportive of it and an affidavit was drafted the night of December 8th, 2020 to go forward for approval. Eventually the prosecutors decided they didn't support it. So I called U.S. Attorney David Weiss with my senior executive on the phone and we said, you know, we, we needed to execute this search warrant. They, uh, he responded that the prosecutors didn't want to. And I asked if in 30 days, if that storage unit wasn't accessed and that was the deadline for the document request that was served on that day, then we can execute the search warrant. And he agreed to that. And no sooner had gotten off the phone um, with David Weiss had we learned that the prosecutors were informing defense counsel of that storage unit and the evidence that existed there. So it completely ruined our chance to uh, to access those unfettered. Uh, also, tipped off. They were set to interview twelve people, twelve including uh, Rob Walker and all the rest of the uh, cohorts. And they tipped them off, said they're going to come interview. They couldn't, the, the element of surprise was removed by a uh, by a corrupt prosecutor who was working with the defense to cover, uh, to cover up the, the, the crimes and the evidence. But uh, that's just part of it. We got the, uh, the, the got him uh, claiming, believably, credibly, that he wasn't allowed to pursue any, any um, uh, evidence that led to the big guy, any ties to the big guy, to Joe Biden, he was told, no, you can't do that. Imagine if this were the Trump family. Imagine what the, ma- what the mainstream media would do today if there was a whistleblower who said, I mean, they had a hearsay whistleblower that claimed that he made a call to Zelensky, who 
and told him to look into the corruption of the Bidens in Burisma, which was legitimate, which was something he should do. It was his job. And they impeached him. This is an actual whistleblower, not a hearsay political operative like Vinman. But this this is an actual whistleblower, an IRS investigator telling you chapter and verse, which he chronicled, which he memorialized. And he has witnesses what do you do? I mean, honestly, other than try to ignore him, try to destroy him, which is what mobsters do, uh, gangsters do, and what that's what we're dealing with, a, a, a criminal enterprise. But uh, let's, uh, let's uh, watch as uh, he explains how he was denied, uh, obstructed whenever he uh, pursued any lead that might take him up, uh, up the chain to the big guy. Go ahead. As far as the president's involvement in that, so that's kind of the crux of, of one of the issues here is that we weren't allowed to ask questions about dad. We weren't allowed to ask about the big guy. We weren't allowed to in, include uh, uh, certain names and document requests and search warrants. So, um, you know, we were precluded from following that line of questioning. Are you convinced looking back at this now that this was an effort to protect President Biden and his family? Uh, I mean, we were conducting an investigation of Hunter Biden, and we were trying to follow the normal process. We were trying to get to the bottom of it. And ultimately, you know, if it was going to lead to another individual, you know, we should follow that to uh, to determine what is actually happening. Um, but, you know, there were definitely hindrances that I've never seen before in my 14 years concerning this investigation that didn't allow us to follow through an investigation of, uh, of, of, of any other individual to include President Biden. Okay, don't forget a couple things here, a couple things. Joe Biden wants to add or is adding 87,000 agents to go after you, to go after small businesses, to go after people who make Venmo payments to their landscapers. They're coming for you. When they come for a real criminal like Hunter Biden, they know Hunter has nothing to worry about because they control the IRS, how they control all the federal agencies. And when he talked about the search warrants, did you hear him mention the dates? August to uh, November, August to December 2020, that's election season. That right there is the ultimate election interference. So if they did a search warrant, they got this evidence, they proved some of these crimes, they tied him to Joe Biden. Joe Biden's not president. Joe Biden is not president without the help of these corrupt federal agents. There's no denying that. And by the way, this guy not only have receipts, off the top of his head, he's telling you, how much money came in, how much he didn't pay in taxes. He explains in the year uh, 2017, there was 580,000. In the year uh, 2018, 620. That's a million dollars that Hunter Biden failed to pay. And he got two misdemeanors, no jail time. A million dollars. We'll get get to the uh, reaction from the mainstream media, but let's uh, play one more where he talks about exactly how much money these 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 criminals in the Biden family made in Ukraine, China, and Romania in that five-year period. Go ahead. When when prosecutors don't allow you to put the subject's name on document requests or on or on search warrants, then you know it raises the possibility that there's more information out there we didn't find, but. Um, but based on all of the financial records that we did find, you know, they've been they've been analyzed. And it was around eight point three million he received from who? 
they came from, from China, from CEFC, came from Ukraine and from Romania. And um, you know, even even the Burisma money, and, and, and it's kind of a aspect that we didn't get into, but um, the 2014 and 2015 tax years when the Burisma money was coming in, I mean, to this day, um, um, there's still around $400,000 of unreported income from Burisma in 2014. Hunter Biden was told by his partner, Eric Schwerin, that he needed to amend his returns, and he never did. So. D.C. U.S. Attorney's Office declining those charges. David Weiss requesting special counsel authority and being denied. And then the statute of limitations then expires in November or December of 2022. So those years are gone. And there's no way to recoup the, 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 the money from that Burisma income. So he doesn't have to pay taxes on the money he made, 83000 a month from Burisma. That has expired. That statute of limitation is up. Uh, I can't. I can't even fathom if this. Forget if it were Trump. Forget if, if, if it was just anybody. If this were you know Matt Gates, Marjorie Taylor Greene. If it were you know Sean Hannity, the media would be going wild, saying what a criminal he is. Today, somewhere, Joe Biden will be saying that you must pay your fair share. Just pay your fair share, where his slimy family just avoids paying anything in taxes. It just keeps just keeps raking in the millions. Uh, that's just, I, I recommend watching the whole thing. If you get a chance, you know, if you, if you really want to see a guy paint a picture of real corruption in the federal government, check that out. Do we have any reaction from the media? Because I mean, they can't ignore this much longer. What do we got from uh, the mainstream media? If Hunter Biden's last name was Bidino, I don't know that he gets charges at all. Uh, I think it's actually harsher than the treatment that a typical person would receive. Based on what we have seen here, it seems like a more harsh disposition than most people will get. So I actually think, you know, Biden's kind of getting the short end of the stick on this because it's such a high profile case. He was probably more severely looked at. You know, he he was treated differently, but he was treated differently uh, to his detriment. If anything, Hunter Biden has been charged a little bit more heavily than you would expect. Right, right. So I guess what you're saying is it's possible that if there's a double standard, it's actually a standard against against him. If anything, they may have been leaning uh, pretty far forward. The Hunter Biden story, <laughs> the scandal, the this, the that, it's also the story of a father's love. Oh, good luck with that, Anna Navarro. How, how, long, how much longer? That was Andrew McCabe, that corrupt FBI agent who was fired from the FBI for leaking things to the media. And that was Anna Navarro saying it's a story of a father's love. That's a keeper. We, we, we're going to play that for the next two years because I don't think it's going to hold up. Well, I really yeah, don't. I don't, so. uh, I don't know how much longer you can inform this. I don't know how much longer you can uh, pretend that the, that the, the, the dementia man in the white house is not the single most corrupt person ever to occupy the oval office. It's only just begun. He's not going to make it to 2024. He's not going to be able to fight this, uh, fend this off much longer. He is a criminal. It's time we all just come to just just understand. He sold out the country to our adversaries. Not this isn't to you know Canada or, or Great Britain, China, Ukraine, uh, uh, Romania, Russia. That's where they made their money, and boy, they just didn't stop. They just got freaking rich. I right, one more quick thing. This was just an amazing story. 
John Solomon, great reporter, the guy from Just the News. He's on Fox all the time. He used to be with The Hill. He's breaking stories left and right. He just told a wild story last night about they discovered this is how good a reporter this guy is. I don't even know how you do this, but there's still some reporters out there. Discovered that Joe Biden had a secret phone, a global phone, they call it, that Hunter Biden paid for so he could reach dad to talk about their business, their their business, which is selling the, the country out anytime. So he had this secret burner phone, which he kept just for, you know, make doing dirty deals. John Solomon found out about it and actually found the number and called it. Listen to this story. Well, I'll tell the story. I've never told this story before. Only my editors at the, the Hill knew this back in 2019. Uh, I early on got some documents from the Hunter Biden laptop. By the way, before it was turned over from the FBI, there had been some documents that law enforcement had gotten through other means. And one of those documents got leaked to me, and it had a cell phone number that Hunter Biden was paid for. So I figured, oh, this is my chance. Maybe I can, I've been trying to get fair comments from Hunter Biden. So I'm going to call the cell phone. So I called the cell phone, and guess who picked up the phone? Oh, boy. Joe Biden. Joe? Oh, Joe Biden. What? Boy, was he shocked when he got, uh, when he picked up the phone and found out it was me. He hung up pretty quickly. Uh, but it was the first idea. And later, when the laptop came out, we wow. were able to prove that there was there were these cell phone bills that were being paid for that. Certainly the laptop wow. evidence suggested maybe uh, were Joe Biden's cell phones. But it was a shocker. I remember going into my editor saying, wow, hey, guess who I just reached? Like, oh, I had to get his phone. I called Hunter's phone and he picked up. It's that's incredible. It's, I mean, you, you have some reporters. You have John Solomon. You have Newsmax. Some people on Fox are going to work this and advance it, and they are just, just getting started. I'm looking forward to the next shoe to drop. It probably will be today, the next day. It's just coming apart. James Comer is doing a terrific, uh, terrific job. The latest from Comer is uh, worth reading in the New York Post saying that uh, the payments to the Biden family exceeded $40 million, $40 million. I guess the question of how did Joe Biden get so rich? He he wears extravagant suits and watches and has mansions all over the place. I don't think we're asking that question anymore. Uh, He says the, uh, uh, he says, Biden took specific six specific policy decisions he made in return from the money they sent him. Man, what happens when they lay those out? The six decisions he made. Comer says this was organized crime. There is no other way to define it. Organized crime in the White House. Man, how did this how did this absolute criminal get elected? President of the United States, just amazing. All right, we got to move. We got much, much, much more to get to. Um, we're going to show you the couple. We told you about one hero. We got another hero to get to, the cop who took out the uh, took out the mass shooter at the mall in, uh, in Texas a couple months ago. The f- video has finally been released. His name has not, but we'll show you that video, tell you about him. And uh, we'll go to church. We're going to finish today by... Uh, attending a service at a Lutheran church in Minnesota in case you were wondering if, uh, you know, churches were somehow, you know, immune from the, from the woke virus. Uh, not, not so much. I, I say this all the time. I walk around Boston. Every church has got a rainbow flag and a black lives matter banner, at least every Protestant church. And uh, they, they've been infiltrated. They are all in on this. We'll give you one example, but first, 
Excuse me. The best-selling Eden Pure Thunderstorm air purifier uses proven oxy technology that quickly destroys viruses, odors, mold, and so much more. With over 350,000 already sold, you know it works. Everyone's got something that stinks in their house, a litter box, a dog, a cat, cigarette smoke, diapers, uh, hockey bags, gym bags. Everyone has some odor they want to get rid of. Well, any smell will vanish after just a few seconds with the thunderstorm. The powerful thunderstorm sends out O3 molecules which seek out and destroy odors. These molecules even go behind and under furniture. Nothing can hide from the thunderstorm. Best of all, no filters to buy over and over again, saving you money. Start enjoying your home again and get several thunderstorms. Right now, you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm free pack for full home protection. You get three units for under $200. Put one in your basement, your bedroom, your family room, kitchen, wherever you need it, wherever you need clean, fresh air. Go to EdenPureDeals.com and put in discount code Jerry, G-E-R-R-Y, to save $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com, discount code Jerry. Shipping is free. All right, we're monitoring the, uh, let me see, the uh, appearance in Delaware. Uh, Hunter Biden's in court right now. Yesterday, he uh, closed the deal where he deprives his own child of taking his name, a name he has sold, as we mentioned, overseas. For tens of millions of dollars, he won't let little Navy Roberts take his name. What a class act he is, you know, just an example of a father's love. He's never even met his four-year-old daughter and does not want him, her to use his name. Uh, what a, just a despicable slow life he really is. But I think he's still in court right now. I've not seen him appear. But uh, this video went viral yesterday as well it should. Um, I have some of the details. We don't have uh, the name, but uh, uh, this is from OutKick. Video has been released of the Allen Police Department officer who killed Mauricio Martinez Garcia to stop his rampage. Garcia murdered eight people at the Allen Premium Outlet Shopping Center on May 6th in Allen, Texas. Uh, His uh, rampage was brought to an end when an unnamed cop arrived at the scene and killed Garcia. The unnamed officer's body cam footage was released Wednesday, and it's incredibly impressive. The officer spotted Garcia and put rounds down range without a moment of hesitation. This is the anti-Uvaldi. You know, I, I said this at the time. Obviously, those Uvaldi cops are cowards. They should have been fired. They should have been criminally prosecuted. But what they did was wake the cops up. So if you are going to be a coward, if you're going to uh, worry more about yourself than, than uh, the victims, then you're going to be remembered. There's a price to pay. Even if you don't end up in jail, you're a coward. The cowards of Vivaldi, they sent a message to all the other cops out there. It's better to take a chance, risk it, go out there and be a hero rather than live. You know, there's a chance you might get shot, but if you don't, if you hide around the corner and look at your phone, people will remember you forever for your cowardice. That, uh, I, I think that was in the back of the minds in, in Nashville when they took out the trans terrorist who uh, wrote a, has a manifesto, a big, 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 long manifesto, which we don't get to see because, you know, trans people are so marginalized. We're not, we can't find, we can't learn the motives when they go on shooting sprees. Uh, those two cops were obviously heroic in Nashville. This guy in Allen, Texas, even more so. This video is amazing because it starts 
with him just talking to kids, telling them to wear their seatbelts and listen to their mother. And then he hears shots in the distance and he does not hesitate. He just goes toward the gunfire and he ends the threat. It is beautiful. Let's watch. Y'all be good, okay? And make sure you wear your seatbelts when mommy's driving, okay? You understand? Okay? Okay? All right. All right, you be good. Wow. 45. I think we got shots fired at the outlet mall. I got people running. What you got? We on Still running. Those were the death shots right there. Is that it? Oh, yeah. It's amazing. He doesn't swear. And he doesn't panic. He says he's got a mass shooter. And, you know, and there you see his finger on the trigger, which is pretty cool. I mean, that is a hero. How many more people would have died? How many people did this stud save? I don't know. Will, and yeah, I know. I know it's just the world we live in. Will Joe Biden even mention his name? Kamala Harris, will she invite him to the White House? I don't even know. Is he white? Is he black? It doesn't matter. This guy is a hero. We don't even know his name. They don't release his name for some reason. He should be honored at the White House with a Medal of Freedom, just like the two cops in Nashville. Appears to be, be appears to be an African American cop. Um, uh, but uh, ESPN announced that their uh, Courage Award this year goes to Megan Rapinoe and the rest of the. Oh my God! Enough of her because because they fought for equal pay for women. That's why who they're honoring. And look what I, that's I, doing. It's tanking United the men's team. Like the men can't get players now. Equal pay, even though they don't bring a fraction, bringing a fraction of the revenue, even though they lost to a bunch of fifteen-year-old kids from Dallas. They're being honored for uh, heroism, <laughs> courage. Uh, I read the comments. Everyone was pissed because they wanted Peyton Hillis to win. Peyton Hillis, the former fullback who tried, who saved his son and his niece from drowning and almost died, was hospitalized for a long time. He survived, but it was the ultimate act of courage. And uh, he'll just have to wait. Maybe next year. We got to honor Megan Rapinoe again. God, it's ESPN has just lost, just lost. I'd love to see. And this guy should be somewhere. He should be the fa- his face should be on a Wheaties box for Christ's sake, mm-hmm. but he won't be. All right, I want to get to uh, this ESPN list before we uh, before we get to go to mass. Uh, you know, before we uh, say our prayers. I know we're going to say our prayers today. All yes, right, sure. let me do Shay, and then I'm going uh, to ESPN ranks the hardest sports from one to fifty. Maybe you can guess. Did you already look at the list, Ironhead? Uh, I have not. It's wrong, obviously. It's ESPN. They got it wrong. But uh, we'll get to that, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll go to church together. But first. Uh, excuse me. 
As you know, Shea Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. This is your spring project, people. If you're building a new home or remodeling or replacing an old staircase, Shea has great uh, values on designs that will fit your home. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you much better curb appeal. Make your front steps the talk of the town and do it now. Do it this spring. No reason not to. You know that removing the stairs is a pain. They're heavy. They're awkward. And where do you take them when you get rid of them? Shea will take care of all that for you. They Leave it to them. When they're done, you'll have a great-looking new entrance that will add value to your home. It's more than an upgrade. It's an investment. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll get a brand-new front entrance. Learn more at SheaConcrete.com and... While you're there, you can look for a job. Shake Concrete is hiring. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people and skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. That's it. Go to shakeconcrete.com. All right, I got to move. I got to move. Here it is. Uh, ESPN lists. I want to see this description they give. Uh, um, they've measured from top to bottom, tail of the tape the toughest sports in the world. And they got one to 50, I believe. And they have all kinds of metrics. They identified 10 categories, skills, athleticism, uh, that, um, that goes into um, all kinds of toughness, physical uh, demands that go into a sport degree of difficulty. And they rank all these 10 categories and then they come up with a total and they rank them from one to 50. I don't disagree with number one. I mean, I know I should tease that, but oh, uh, I know what it is. What is it? Curling? That's got to be. <laughs> See, it's mental and physical, but uh, I guess I would agree with this because it is so grueling. Number one, toughest sport in the world is now and probably has been for a long time, boxing. Number two, ice hockey. Number three, football. Number four, basketball. Basketball's ahead of wrestling, martial arts, and number, wait, one, two, three, four, five, number seven, tennis. Where's golf? What? Golf is way, way down on the list. That's harder than all of those sports. Golf, see, to me, if you were going to, it depends how much weight you put into the mental part. Mentally, golf is the toughest sport, period. They got like some stupid stuff in here, like water polo, rodeo, Uh, I mean, the, track and field, that is tough. The tough, but you want to guess, I guessed the easiest sport, least tough. My guess was darts, but I not even, I don't even see it on here. No, that table tennis, that's uh, about 10 from the bottom, but guess, you want to guess the easiest sport? <laughs> I don't even know if it's a sport. Ooh, Number um, 50 on the 50 toughest sports fishing. Ooh, I was going to go with horseshoes. How's that even a, a sport? The, the categories are endurance, strength, power, speed, agility, flexibility, nerve, durability, hand-eye coordination, uh, coordination, and analytic aptitude. I don't know what that is. Where's Where's oh, MMA on there? Is it on there? They don't. They don't have MMA. They have martial arts, but they don't have mixed martial arts. Because I, I, I would say I would say that's harder number, than boxing. That'd be one or two, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's boxing with kicks and grappling added to it. Ski jumping, badminton, 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 and ski. Auto racing comes in after, after badminton. <laughs> Diving, swimming, 
Swimming doesn't say when you're swimming against the guy, if you're a girl, that's got to be really tough. That's probably tough for weightlifting. But here's the bottom five, bottom seven. Roller skating, equestrian, archery, curling, bowling, shooting, billiards, and fishing. Those are your bottom seven easiest sports. But I don't know. I'm guessing the person that made this list never played anyone that was like absolutely amazing at pool. I mean, the toughest thing I remember, the most grueling sport I played would be wrestling, you know, like real wrestling. That just kicks the crap. I never boxed. My son boxes and it is, <laughs> I don't love the, love that idea because it is violent and it is tough. Football has to be, you know, football's three. That would, yeah, football's tougher than hockey. I would uh, say hockey's tough. Don't get me wrong. But, uh, how is tennis number seven on that list? That's just a bizarre choice. I don't know. But, I, could right, see, I could see hockey being above football because it's the skating element I mean, on top of it. Tough. It is uh, taking anything away from it. It's tough, especially pro hockey where you got to fight. Golf, golf got Not absolutely absolutely snubbed golf. Golf should, uh, it's like middle of the pack. I agree. If they did a, a list on the hardest sport to master, the hardest sport to do well, the hardest sport to uh, you know, to test your mental toughness that would definitely be golf that would be number one on the list you ask me jerry i I think espn needs jesus (laughs) let's let's go to church as uh hosier would say let me take you to church this this video has gone viral but uh as i said when you walk around any city probably any big city but like walk around boston and i just notice this all the time every church has got rainbow flags and trans flags and blm and i'm like blm that's an Atheist, that's an organization devoted to ending capitalism and de- and ending the uh, nuclear family. And they have BLM signs in like every Protestant church. But it ain't just Boston. It's not just uh, Massachusetts. This is in Minnesota at day. Hold on. Let me get the, 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 uh, the details. Uh, a Lutheran church in Minnesota recited the Sparkle Creed to a non-binary God and it was streamed on YouTube. The, it's called the Adina community Lutheran church. Pastor's name is Anna Helgen. And if you're just listening, not watching, she looks exactly like you'd expect. She's got the, the glasses on the kind of um, dirty, you know, greasy hair, not styled long hair. Little, looks a little, little husky exactly as you would picture. She, uh, let's she, she looks like she yells my choice at a bunch of rallies. Yeah. She, you know, she's, she's just pretending this person does not even believe in God, Anna Helgen. Uh, but uh, let's listen to her preach and uh, tell me, tell here's my question. How do the people in the pews, in the congregation, how do they know the words to this insanity? They pray along with her, which is frightening, but let's watch. I invite you to rise in body or spirit. I hate this so much. And let us confess our faith today in the words of the Sparkle Creed. I believe in the non-binary God whose pronouns are plural. I believe in Jesus Christ, their child, who wore a fabulous tunic and had two dads and saw everyone as a sibling child of God. I believe in the rainbow spirit who shatters our image of one white light and refracts it into a rainbow of gorgeous diversity. I believe in the church of everyday saints 
as numerous, creative, and resilient as patches on the ace quilt, whose feet are grounded what? in mud, as and patches on the ace quilt. Still doing that? I believe uh, in this woman. Oh God! It goes on and it's just comical. So Jesus was non-binary and had two fathers. She says, and everybody sounds like they're praying along with it. Do they have that memorized or are they reading it? That is incredible. She is just a nut job, but I'm going to guess she's not alone. I'm going to guess there's other people out there praying, to, praying the sparkle creed. She's going to try to be the next Joel Olstein. That's all. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're streaming it on YouTube. They're not ashamed. Maybe it's going to, maybe it's the same crowd that was, you know, riding their bikes naked at the pride parade. <laughs> maybe that's what they do on Sunday. They go in and they pray the sparkle creed. Yeah. Brian Krasenstein, Brian Krasenstein was outside saying, <laughs> leave him alone. <laughs> Brian right. Uh, Brian Krasenstein, the guy who said that those kids were not shocked to see naked men because they've probably seen their fathers naked. Oh. I have yet to meet anybody who finds that who doesn't think that's insane haunting my haunting my life yes haunting my life right now (laughs) but nobody nobody said yeah i used to see my father naked nobody at least in my world sees their father i mean if they are something's wrong there if they're if they're five six years old and they you haven't seen you haven't seen your dad naked Sorry, your your childhood wasn't exciting. <laughs> I did not, not until my father's final days when I had to, you know, bathe him and, yeah. and and carry him to the to the bathroom when he was dying. That was the only time I saw any any private parts on my old man, and I don't think I don't think it was uh, I don't think it's normal to see your dad naked. Brian Krasenstein will never live that down. That thing is going to live in infamy. But uh, all right, we got to move. We got to wrap this up tomorrow. What are we doing, Ironhead? We're going to be on. We're going to put our show, put the show on locals for free. Yeah, we're going to we're going to post uh, tomorrow's show for free and just kind of see what happens. And if you miss it, yes. you'll see uh, later on in the afternoon or fr- uh, Saturday afternoon. You'll see um, the whole show on the Newsmax Rumble page. So either way, you'll get to see. The whole show will be on the Newsmax Rebel page. That's usually late Friday. Uh, Ironhead always says he'll tweet it out. He doesn't, unless I call him and say, tweet the show out, you idiot. Well, Newsmax tweets it, and I retweet it, but that doesn't count for you, I guess. No, you got to do both. But uh, Newsmax will tweet it out or send it out, post it everywhere. We're put on Rumble over the weekends. We're kicking ass. The Dave Rubin show like broke the record for uh, for downloads on Rumble for Newsmax. Our, la- our show last week got big numbers too so if you want to see it if you're just listening and you want to see it you can see it on rumble or you can join us tomorrow on locals callahan.locals.com you can join us for free is this a one-time only ironhead just this week see what happens we'll see what happens we'll see what happens if if it goes well we'll continue but join us we will be taking your questions and comments at the end of tomorrow's show and we'll be uh, recapping hunter biden's appearance in court as he fends off another suit from the weirdo who owns the laptop. I like the guy. Don't get me wrong, but he wears this weird hat. And I think he's partially blind and he just, he's an odd guy, but uh, he's fighting for his reputation against the scumbag and uh, he will win. Hopefully he'll win some of that money Hunter has stashed away, but we'll be, uh, we'll be recapping that and bringing you all the latest Biden gaffes tomorrow, but that'll do it for today. Thanks to everyone for listening. Thanks, Iron Ed. I'm Jerry Kelly, and this is the Callahan show and we will do it again tomorrow. God save the queen, man. Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right.
Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen.